6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, it didn't take long, and, and most people were expecting it. Within a day or two of Aaron O'Toole being punted as leader of the Conservative Party of Canada, Pierre Polyev threw his hat into the ring to take a run at the leadership, and as he said in his statement, become Canada's next PM. Polyev is the party's finance critic and the first to officially launch a bid at the leadership. Now, among those who have pledged their support to the Ottawa area MP is John Barrett, a former federal Conservative cabinet minister. Now, in an interview... Uh, with the West Block's Mercedes Stevenson on the weekend. Baird said Polyev has the qualities to be a very strong leader, but unifying a fractured Conservative Party will be a challenge. Wanted to get into that with our next guest. Elise Mills is a Conservative strategy, uh, works in crisis management and communications as a political commentator. Hey, Elise, welcome back to the show. Hey, Jalen, thanks for inviting me back. Oh my goodness, I've been waiting to talk to you. <laughs> stop people from being busy i don't think what a shift huh oh. right before christmas it was covid numbers every yeah. day and now it, it's just spun on its axis right? well, it's completely the opposite now it's it's about hey we don't want to hear about the numbers and all and everything else has begun to happen and yeah, yeah so the, get it over the, and done with we want things done with and no we have yeah. sands or butts about it or at least the 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 vocal <laughs> let me say the vocal minority maybe I'm not sure. Okay, when you look at Ottawa right now, when you take a look at what's happening on the streets outside of Parliament Hill, what's going through your mind? Well, I, I, I would say that I'm probably in the majority of Canadians where, I, and the pollsters are showing this too, is that I have great empathy. And you know, Jalen, that there has been growing frustration in Western Canada for since Trudeau stepped into the office and i mean we've gone through a lot out here we had our resources basically appropriated uh you know what happens in atlantic canada they pump oil all day long you should see the mess of the saint lawrence in quebec quebec owns the cement industry that is literally one of the most lethal products to our environment and i'm not suggesting we don't need it but come on the west has taken it's our arses have been kicked a few times and we seem to keep getting kicked when we're we're down and today guess what my gas price is 180 for regular and, and you know at least so here's the thing i get yeah. the fact that 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 folks out here are really po'd i get that because i yeah. hear it every single well, day you, you hear it every single but, day i don't have to but i, I commend you <laughs> I, I think i think there's a difference between you know raising those concerns and, and talking about overthrowing the government like come well, on i will say this i really agree with mr lightbound the quebec well who who is now i guess the former uh-huh. quebec caucus chair for the liberal caucus uh he resigned about an hour ago but he came out this morning with i think one of the most eloquent statements he really parsed he was very careful in his words and he made sure we understood where he was coming from and he said i do not believe they're all white supremacists i do not believe that they're all racist i do not believe they're all hateful i believe that there is a vocal minority but when i was watching people on the street and listening to interviews it struck me how many people were showing up for their families and I will say the majority of those uh, truckers are not from Western Canada necessarily. They're from Atlantic Canada, and there's a huge Quebec component there. And so I think what the intention is by most of these protesters, uh, whether it's in Ottawa or Coots or or in the Ambassador Bridge or what was happening in Vancouver this weekend, um, has really been determined by how police are responding to them. Mm. I think 
Ottawa has made a terrible, the Ottawa Police Department is apparently inexperienced in dealing with protests, which is shocking, uh-huh. but especially for a woman who lives in Vancouver. And so, you know, I live in a city where people are actually hired to protest all day long. And I'm used to American interference through our police. Well, and here's so, the thing. When the convoy on the weekend was stopped by a bunch of guys and gals on bikes. Like, come on. Then they started fighting. And then the guys on bikes or girls and gals or girls and guys on bikes actually threw nails underneath the trucks. <sighs> and, yeah, but to us, I mean, even the media personalities, your colleagues here in Vancouver, uh, you know, like Jazz, Joe Hall, mm-hmm. I know you know him. Mm-hmm. There was a sense of humor about it because we were like, these people are just insane. They're both insane. And it, and I think it was Jazz Joe Hall that said in his reporting that it was like watching a college debate from the Cold War years. <laughs> you're a communist. No, you're a fascist. And so we sort of learned to not go after the dog whistle stuff. I mean, as you might know, my half of my one side of my family is Jewish. Um, I when I see uh, a swastika in that parade or that protest or whatever they're calling it, I don't I don't succumb to the dangling red meat. I just don't do it because I think there's some. Imp- I'm hoping the police will take care of them, but there are other issues that have really grown out of Atlantic Canada and Western Canada, especially Western Canada in the last ten years. And this country has ignored a lot of very serious issues, which is why I think it's the most perfect time for the Conservatives to begin their leadership process. So let's talk about this. I mean, Did you uh, like the segue? That was well done. I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, we, we always need like an hour to talk and we have 10 minutes. Yes. So Polyev, the first one to throw, in, uh, throw his name is had into the ring, uh, not a surprise whatsoever. Is he the guy that can bring that party together and, and, and form a government? I... I personally really like the person that I've met over the years. He's incredibly intelligent, and believe it or not, he's very self-aware. And I think he became very self-aware after the 2015 defeat of the Conservatives, Mm. and that he had recognized that his brand was intrinsically tied, and he had allowed it to be tied to the whims of caucus. He was the defender of all, and there wasn't a fight that he wasn't ready to get involved in. And he was known as Polyev Pitbull, Uh or Pitbull Polyev. Uh And I think he became really self-aware that he had to like raise the bar and really demonstrate his intelligence on high level policy issues which I think he's done he's one of the top politicians in this country whether you share your conserv- share mm-hmm. his conservatism or not my concern there is you know I don't know if Pierre and I, I really like him but I don't know if he can grow with grow our vote with women yeah. and sort of the uh, 416 604 the metro Vancouver yeah. area um, but you know what leadership um, races have have at times <laughs> surprised me and new they sort of op- these candidates that we think we know so well really open up and for whatever reason that leadership race or the trail they go on really brings Brings them to another level, so I don't want to box them in, but I would, I would, I would warn that that's ne- that his messaging there is something that has to speak to that those groups. And, and Elise, I've heard um, the statement that you just said about you know the challenges that he might have growing, um, growing the party. I, I've heard that numerous times. Okay, so yeah. if by chance, if not him, who? Well, there, there's so I think this race 
for me right now is much more interesting than any race we've had. Well, we've had quite a few. Uh, we keep changing boyfriends. It's very strange. Um, we keep breaking up with people. Um, we need to find somebody that had that thing that Harper had. I'm not asking to, you know, pull the time machine and go back. But the reason why the party uh, really liked him, and, and I think even voters that, like my mother, who voted liberal her whole life, loved Harper. And it's because she felt that he, she, he identified with her. That's how everyone in the party felt. Like I am a big free enterpriser. I, I'm, I'm a big fiscal policy person. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm hawkish on foreign affairs. I felt like Harper was my guy, but huh. the people down the street, the SoCons, also thought he was their guy. And we all know he really wasn't. And we need that that magic, that alchemy, to take place. We'd be missing the alchemy there. But you know, there's. I, I think there's a great story with Patrick Brown. I, and full disclosure, I worked for Patrick Brown. Here he was. Was he, you know, he was political dead meat. Yep. Um, and I didn't work for him in the times where it was all good. I worked for him in the times when we had to put a defense mechanism together. And everybody said, this guy's never going to come back. Well, he's mayor of Brampton and he has a very big team around him suddenly forming talk about a political comeback story um i knew my former boss brad wall was not coming back i I please everyone i know you love him but he's not coming back uh um you know tasha keridan he's she's thinking about it i've known tasha i first met tasha in uh 1996 at a conservative convention in winnipeg and i've always really liked her elise mills uh holding on here this afternoon a conservative strategist uh and you know an expert in crisis management and, and communications, Elise. Thanks for holding on through that Amber Lee alert. Really appreciate it. But I wanted to ask you that question about Tasha Carradine, uh conservative Canadian media personality, public policy analyst, commentator. Her series of tweets that she put out last night, I think, caught a lot of people's attention. And in some of the mm-hmm. things in there, she said, we have both a duty to both advance ideas and build a party that can win elections and contribute to democracy. My vision brings together East and West, attract new people, one that offers a true alternative to the Liberals and goes on to say recent events have brought the party in a country to a crossroads. The party needs to decide what it is and what it is not. The CPC is not a populist party. It is not an American party. It is a Canadian conservative party and must offer solutions to Canada's challenges and says that if she runs, that's what she would do. I mean, saying all the right things. Yeah, absolutely. I'll sign up. Um, (laughs) I, I, I absolutely agree with her. I think that it's not about, um, I, I, I would suggest that Tasha would agree with me by saying we're not asking you to be more demonstrative of your conservatism because that, that is being very, very obvious. It is, uh, that it's just been so singularly focused. And one of the reasons why Stephen Harper won uh, these major or majorities and then uh, the grand slam of majorities in 2011 was that he really spoke to Canadians about where we were going fiscally, where we were going economically, who were we in, in today's world or that world in 2011, which, as you know, is significantly different mm-hmm. today. Um, and I think that uh, we, we've... We've sort of played at times to some low-hanging fruit, but I think we can learn from Mr. O'Toole 
And I have been particularly harsh in recent days subsequent to his resignation because I have been so frustrated. Um, I have really stepped away from the party because I have felt like I was sort of, uh, you know, pushed into a car, um, blindfolded and not told where I was going for the last 12 months. I mean, you know, you think you're going somewhere and you don't know where you're going and you think you're going to be here and you're not. And he was completely MIA and... Um, his circle got smaller and smaller and smaller, yeah. and people that I knew were close to him had suddenly dropped off, and I gave, I became increasingly concerned about that. I also would, we need to get out of this um, narrative. The media, no offense, Jalen, but some media want to get us into, which is West versus the it, Ontario or Quebec. That is not what it should be. That's exactly what Trudeau has done to the country, from my perspective as a conservative. And the West always ends up on the losing side of that. At least. We can't play it. Yeah, you know what, Elise, I could talk to you for an hour every single time, but I'm out of time uh, again. So, (laughs) No, thank God we don't live next door to each other, huh? (laughs) Well, no, it'd be great if we did, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know it actually would be. (laughs) Uh, Elise, let's pick up this conversation. I know we'll be able to to. do it again in, in the weeks ahead. Thank you for making time for us this afternoon. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you betcha. Elise Mills joining us this afternoon.